On this week's episode of Bungalore on the Bus, we are hanging out at Park Avenue Tavern in Winter Park. Yeah, Hannibal Square, and we're hanging out with the boys from Ben Lobby Homes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Buster. And I'm Brendan O'Connor, Editor-in-Chief of Bungalower.com. And uh, here on Bungalower and the Bus, we always talk about the new headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Yeah, we do. Including Winter Park. Yeah, it, they let us in. They did. <laughs> <laughs> it took some some going to find a parking spot because <laughs> Hannibal Square is the place to be tonight. Sure man. is. And we're hanging out at the Park Avenue Tavern in Hannibal Square with our new friend Shane Herbert. Shane Herbert. General you, manager here at Park Avenue Tavern. How you doing? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Shane, I appreciate I, they it. They imported you in from New York for this. They most certainly did. I love <laughs> it. Any regrets? Absolutely none. None whatsoever. <laughs> very humbled, very grateful to be a, a, a Floridian in transition. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I feel safe to say I'm earning my stripes. Okay. Uh, again, humbly so. Only one summer you've been here, though, right? Yes. One okay. summer. Uh, ten uh, summers you can call yourself a Floridian. Woo! Humidity. <laughs> it gets there, yes. man. It gets there. That's why you shaved your head. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we're here at Park Avenue Tavern. New spot here in Winter Park. Tell us all about this place. Because it's, it's, it's the second Park Avenue Tavern, right? Yes, it is. This is a Park uh, 2.0, if you will. <laughs> um, the original Park Avenue Tavern, located on 39th and Park in Manhattan, is about steps from the Grand Central Station. That has been open for wow. about 12 years now. Uh, I believe it might be going on 13. Um, it's one of the babies of uh, IGC Hospitality, which is the hospitality group um, from, from Queens, New York, Queens, Manhattan. All right. So how, how would you describe this place? Bar, sports bar, tavern, uh, cocktail lounge? Upscale tavern, eclectic American tavern, if you will. There Which you is okay. perfect for Winter Park. Yes, but we are come as you are uh, humans, if you will. Okay. Um, we're accepting of everybody. We are unassuming. Uh, no dress code. No. No dress code whatsoever. You got to wear clothes. Though. I love Up a three-piece suit though. myself. So. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Even oh. in this humidity. That's right. it. Just rock that... that Flavor. Yeah. You're going to lose that over a few years. Oh, so no. you're you're like, nobody no. else is dressing up. I'm not dressing Colonel up. Colonel Sanders always wore suits. I've right? already He's had a few pointers from, from our uh, our locals that, that uh, they've looked us up and down and said, okay, we might have to dress you. So I'm going to take their word for it. It's no. getting warmer already. Yeah. You. It's a full dining room, so you're apparently doing something right. Yes, I, it is. You, um, how long have you been open? I want to say two weeks. We opened, yeah, it's a, going on three weeks now. Okay. So we, we opened softly uh, uh, about third week of February. So. And for people who don't know it's in the former home of dexter's winter park yeah and it's really great uh corner unit overlooking the park and yes. it's on new england avenue or street yes it is it's yeah. on it's avenue. on new england the avenue. avenue the corner yeah. of new england and pennsylvania it's not avenue. on park avenue no no a few of our guests are already <laughs> scratching their heads saying how did that happen uh-huh. um, off park avenue tavern yeah we're somewhat off the beaten path of park avenue however um we couldn't really change the name to New England Tavern. <laughs> I remember when I first heard about it, and I did a little deep dive about uh, who PAT is up in New York. All I kept hearing was about how amazing the burger is. Yes. We are are known for our Park Burger. Uh, it's probably our number one seller up in Manhattan. Okay. Um, and it's tra- quickly translating down here in our P-Mix reports as our number one seller as well. What, what our, makes it so special? Uh, I would have to say that Park Sauce. It is our special sauce, if you will. 
Bill. Uh, <laughs> nobody can see the wink, but I'm winking at you gentlemen Yo, right now. That's a if heavy I wink. told you the secret ingredients, uh, Chef would probably feature me on the special menu next week. No. So we'll keep Don't it at do that. it. But the bread and butter pickle is also a nice sweet addition, uh, as bread and butter pickles are nice and sweet. Uh, nice crisp crunch to that. Uh-huh. Um, but again, that park sauce and the caramelized onion. Is, is the kicker right there. What else do people need to know? I know you got fish and chips on the menu. Yes, fish and chips is actually on the rise, too, as a, you know, a rival at that, that number one park burger. Uh-huh. Our fish and chip, it's a North Atlantic cod. Ooh. Uh, big portion of that fish. Uh, it's uh, in-house made batter of Guinness, if you will. Guinness-based okay. batter. Nice. Um, served with some... Some beautiful French fries. Uh, and then we're sitting in the barrel room, so it's just more of like the VIP area. Yes, yeah, so this barrel room, if you... <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, no. <laughs> That's why you guys are here. There's some here. very important people in this room right now, so... Thank you. Yes, our, no, no problem. Our barrel room, uh, it's, yes, this is designed for some overflow seating, perhaps, or some large parties. However, we want to focus on on events here. Okay. Some private meetings, some business meetings, as we have some, some media hookups here. Uh, but this will seat about 40 people comfortably for for any other event as well it's a cute little spot off to the side and then am i hearing that you're gonna have live music here too yes we will have live music intermittently um throughout the the week um once we get that program rolling, uh, you just open. There's yeah, no rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Ease into it. Yeah, some acoustic music off the bat. Yeah. Um, as I, to my understanding, Dexter's our uh, predecessor had a, a stage where we are right yeah, now in the did. barrel room. Yeah, I saw. A and few they bands, had some yeah. live bands. Mm-hmm. To our guests, our our loyal neighbors upstairs. Uh-huh. Happy to inform them that we probably won't be having bands, <laughs> full bands here, <laughs> but we will have some live music. Okay, that's right. perfect. That's exactly what they need over here. Uh, what else do people need to know about this place? Because I think it, I can already tell it's special. We we have a sixth sense for places because we've been to so many new oh, yeah. restaurants. This feels like it's been open for a long time. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, it feels it has some charm as though it has been here established a, a long a, a while. Yeah, I think that uh, has definitely attributes. Uh, the ambiance, if you will, the, the design, the decor of the place. It's beautiful in here, to too. That. I mean, I've been to the old Dexter's, and, and this is not the I old have Dexter's. never been, right. so... I mean, it was fine, but, like, it, it's so much prettier in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good to you know. You guys did a great job. <laughs> good to know. It's it has that classic feel. Again, it seems as though we've been here for years. I also think that the photos on the wall... If we pay attention to them, these photos are real photos from our owners, uh, Terrence Tuberty, Jeff Brosey, a few of our investors as well in the company. These are family photos. Each photo has a story. Mm. So although guests might not know that, the... The ghosts, if you will, are speaking <laughs> to us through these through these uh, photos and the burgers. Yeah, and yeah. in your story, is you're from New York. I am from New York. I'm born and raised in Queens as well. Okay. Um, I am a small business owner. Um, I grew up in the restaurant business. Uh, my father was a bar owner in Queens as well, much like Terrence Tuberty, the owner of the company, and his father. Uh, they actually owned um, establishments in in uh, Rockaway, New York. Okay. Uh, same period in the seventies. Yeah. Whoa. So I grew up in the business. Um, Got my degree in psychology, went okay. into banking briefly, did a brief stint there, real estate bubble in about yeah. 2008, uh, made me turn in that white letter, and uh-huh. I always I was, I was, always had a job in the um, in the hospitality industry. I was a bar back throughout high school, a bartender throughout college, and the bar People that watching. I was, yeah, so yeah. The, the bar I was working on on the weekend through banking called Speakeasy in Long Beach, as I was leaving at the same time, our manager at Speakeasy 
um, actually got sick with cancer. So, oh, my gosh. One uh, of the owner called me up. He said I, he knew I was leaving banking, and he asked me if I wanted to fill the shoes of the managerial role, which I gratefully did. Uh, from then, I became a partner um, in Speakeasy in 2012, right before Sandy. Ty- timing, timing is everything. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Uh, however, we bounced back quickly from that, uh, that disaster. And, um, and the ball kept rolling from there. Uh, from then, I opened up a a boutique-style uh, seafood restaurant in 2017 called The Lost at Sea. And uh, in the same year, uh, why not? Re- go all out. I got married, and I also opened a European-style wow. uh, cafe, Busy bakery, man. focused on artisanal breads called Blacksmith's Breads. Making business babies and baby babies. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I-, I can go for some artisanal breads here in Central Florida. So oh, my if goodness. you want to revamp that down here. Um, there's um, <laughs> The wheels are always turning. Okay. You all never right. know. There's really only one bakery that's kind of handling a lot of it's those true. restaurants really needs right now yep. old hearth yeah so if you could come light in light bulb is going off <laughs> one thing at a time uh-huh. pat, is, pat is my new baby park avenue tavern is my new baby so. it's a beautiful baby yeah. thank you for trusting us with it for tonight i can't wait to see everything you guys have thank you so much where can people find out more information uh, parkavenuetavern.com you can find uh, information as well igchospitality.com okay. uh, that features some information of our other venues in Manhattan we do have a second location down here in Florida that we opened in October mm. of 2022 well. called the Wilson at the Malia Hotel in Celebration right off of 192 oh. that is a Disney Good Neighbor Hotel as well so okay We'll have to go check that out, cool. too. Yeah. We're, we're going to put photos up on Instagram and Facebook and awesome. all the places. Contact information too. We're going to eat all the things tonight. Eat all, right. <laughs> all right. Let's go try some food. Awesome. All right. Shoot on. Get out of here. Get. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Who, who are you getting rid of? I'm getting rid of uh, Shane. Shane. Yeah. Who was nice enough to spend some time with us. But we also have some other guests. We, got we sure do. Yeah. It's uh, Ben Lobby and Scott Wilson from Ben Lobby Homes. Hey. Where have you boys been? We haven't seen you guys in a while. I feel like it's been a while. It has yeah. been a while. Yeah, that Christmas break took forever. <laughs> <laughs> you still on Christmas break? Yeah, yeah we and, well, new, and new Year's. We had to uh, flip the calendar over and realize we spent three months. So. <laughs> All I heard was that's how real people have vacations. Yeah, I was like true. a little upset. This it's is true. the first year I wasn't in Orlando for New Year's. It was oh, wonderful. Where'd you go? Well, I mean, should we tell all the Orlando people that? Yeah, where you went? It's been oh, a, it's yeah. been months now, so we're curious. Oh. You can't just yeah, tease we're planning us. for next year right now. Unless, <laughs> it's, unless it's dirty. <laughs> Where'd you unless go? We went to Puerto Vallarta. Oh, which is where the gays go. Yes, were you they there do. for a circuit party? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember New Year's Eve? It was a wonderful time on the beach. <laughs> all right. I did get to see you though recently because you came to Bingo, which was very nice. It was a wonderful time. Yeah, you remember? Do you remember Bingo? I do remember Bingo, <laughs> even though we were like forced to sit outside in the heat. You got there too late. Florida. Well, I I didn't know I had to put in a reservation. You do. If you're not even there twenty minutes early, you're late. I was impressed at how packed it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean the the drag that queen so was happy. late too. <laughs> that that, yeah. that part doesn't make All, sense. No, no. I arrived perfectly on time. Uh, <laughs> it just takes me a while. To set up, but Brendan <laughs> does a ta- <laughs> Brendan does a tactical brewing bingo drag bingo every Tuesday. Yeah, which is now officially twenty one up and on. All right, all right. No kids don't allowed. Don't bring your babies. Don't bring all your right. babies because of the governor. Oh, I don't want to see it. <laughs> and the governor is Brendan. He don't want your kids there. That <laughs> <laughs> is me. I really don't also like seeing kids. In that. It's a little. It's a brewery. Him and, and him and DeSantis are in, are yeah. in uh, in agreement on this. And I'm one. kind of a much music like a VJ, a video jockey, because I'm playing music video behind me the whole time. You do. And some of them are just filthy. They are. You know, so kids should not be there for that. Or I adults mean, that are easily offended. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, but num- like, the numbers calling is pretty filthy, yeah. too. <laughs> and the prizes, the prizes are not filthy at all. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I, well, I it depends. How do you make I-24 filthy, but somehow you do? I did. I, <laughs> I told a real good joke the other day. I said, I, uh, O-64, which is like a 69, except your hand's under your pillow. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite number you called was I-69. Uh, <laughs> Which isn't and, a thing. And everyone yell, bi- and everyone yell bingo. <laughs> yeah, and if you call a bingo and you don't have it, then you have to show your boobs. It's yeah. generally what I say, and people have done it. Really? Yeah. Anything else? I've never been there when that happened. I don't know. John, it's happened probably five times. Did you ever win? Did times. you ever call bingo? I, I think we won one time. Yeah, See, we won once, yeah. but we, we actually won. See, we I say we because my wife won. We no bribed him, and we still didn't even win. No. <laughs> Force us it outside. Just go to the, dollar, just go to the dollar store, buy some See, junky I, prizes. I, I tell everybody <laughs> every time, it's not me, it's Jesus. Uh-huh. No, Take he, it up with Jesus. He wasn't Jesus giving out wheel. junky <laughs> prizes. He was giving out stellar prizes from Faravilla that night. Jesus was? <laughs> I was. Yeah, he was recovering Catholic bars. You guys want to talk about news? Yeah, we do. I got some news for you. I want to hear what you think about it. We're going to get into some uh, some other stuff. Oh, we're we'll getting some housing questions. Oh, guys. okay. In oh. the second segment, because you're here the whole the whole night, right? Yes. Where's that refill? Right, you don't, <laughs> got, don't got nowhere to go. You're here with us, waiting for a burger at Park Avenue Tavern. Uh, Orlando Freefall is coming down for the final time. Uh-huh. It's that. Oh. It's the 400 foot free fall ride where that young man died. Sad story. Very, very sad. sad. It's coming story. down. Yeah, they're, so they're, down. Taking, they're it taking it completely out. down. And uh, by and March 24th, it'll be completely removed. And what are they replacing it with? I don't know what the I, I I'd be surprised they put anything there. Some people have said a memorial. I'll be honest, Brendan, and, and this might I don't know if this is a controversial statement. I was a little surprised that they're gonna take the whole thing down. Why? Uh, because because what else first of all, I will that? say this is a tragic accident, and tragic accidents happen sometimes at at rides at Disney. I mean, there's been yeah. things that have happened at theme parks, and they don't always take the ride down. And so I was a little surprised. It I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't ag- settlement. It could have been. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying I, I don't know. agree with it. I was just surprised because it probably cost millions of dollars. Heard here first. Up. John Bussegger no. thinks well, they should well, leave free no. fall up. No, I didn't say that. I'm just surprised <laughs> they did because when it be- when when you have big businesses that put a lot of money into something, yeah, a they, lot of money, a lot of money, and they say, okay, this was a tragedy. We will we will go through the lawsuit. We will pay whatever we need to pay, but we're going to keep operating going forward, and we're going to make it as safe as possible going yeah. forward. See, what I was thinking was they are going to take it down. Are they just going to relocate it somewhere? They might do that, up. too. That's what and I think I'm, they're going to do. I wonder That's if they'll do that. Sure. That's a good question, too. Like, will they just disassemble it and, and sell it to somebody it's else? They're yeah. gonna it's a sell, piece of machinery. They're going to sell it to Disney because no one dies at Disney. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, if they sell it somewhere. At least it's DeSantis is there watching. <laughs> it'll be well, some. They it, if they property. do disassemble it and sell it to somebody, it'll be somewhere far away from here. And maybe not even in like the United Turkey. States. Yeah, like somewhere not in the United States. And like just a third-tier we'll market. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like That'd I said, I'm not... a great Vice documentary. Like, <laughs> we're following where amusement rides go. Where do they go when they're done? Like, I'm, who's selling them? I'm not trying to sound like Pete. callous here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm a little surprised because there was, there was a death at Artagon Marketplace. They have a, they had oh, an obstacle. Do you the, remember that? The there was jungle a, gym. There was an obstacle course and a guy fell off there, hit his head and died. It was like a rope jungle gym. Is that yeah. what made that place go downhill? No, there was a lot of things that made the that go downhill. The ghost of the man that <laughs> fell? I, it could but be like, argued. But like, oh. they, I don't think they 
tore well all said, that down then. right afterwards as well. well now, once what, again, these are different circumstances. Well, what is Artagon now, times. by the way? Yeah, no what, idea. What? what is Artagon now? Teaserland. Yeah, yeah. It's like a uh, it's like an attraction for cars and I don't know. I, I guess it does okay. Deezer, de- or, uh, Desert Desert. The guy who owns it. I think Deezer is his last name. Oh, so he had the car collection of all the weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It has a little uh, indoor go kart track. I think yeah. so. I haven't been what? over there. But they had I, like an Andretti's? They yeah. had the uh, light installation thing in the park. They got a movie theater. Yeah. You could drive like a drive through light installation. Oh, like the uh, thing that happens at Mead Gardens, but in a car. Yeah, but in your yeah. car. Yeah. And longer. Oh. Yeah. And Did, maybe I mean, more were, were you surprised? Are you surprised that they're taking it down or not? Not really. No. I, although they're, they've timed it. This is the, the 24th or 20, what was it? 24th or 25th? 24th. It's the anniversary of. Uh, Tyree Simpson's death. Okay, the fourteen-year-old who fell from it. They've timed it that it will be gone in time for that anniversary. Okay, which is a little you know meat cute for me. Sounds like uh, a good PR move. I, I guess like and that PR move part of it is a little gross to me, but like at least it's done. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad we don't have to talk about it anymore mm-hmm. when it's done. Get rid of it. Surprising, no one. Orlando's in. Uh, he was just ranked as one of the least walkable cities. What was? In the, in the country. 35th out of 38? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did you see? The, so they, they ranked this. They went through all these cities, and they gave like a walkability score. I did think this was a little unfair, though, because the first like nine cities are New York, Boston, Chicago, like every city that was built in like 1700. Yeah. It's so also that's not really fair. As they're, they're including Orlando as like a metro area. Okay. Right? So like when you look at the, the most dangerous intersections, mm-hmm. where, the, where whenever you get that ranking, the most dangerous intersections, it's going to be like Cimarron and Colonial. Yeah. yeah. Or like, well, like I, the I peripheries of town. I don't get this survey. Sorry. Least walkable or just not most walkable. But they only looked at 38 cities? There was 38 <clears throat> cities, and some of them are like yeah. Nashville and Austin and San Antonio. And, what about and the other thousands of cities across well, the... Well, these are top-tier top cities. Metros. Oh, yeah. oh, we are a top-tier city now. Maybe we're yeah. in the top 38 oh. tier. Yeah, and I so mean, like we were low on that list, but I like I said, some of that list are cities that were built 300 years ago when yeah. cars were not a thing. Oh, that's I, a good point. I mean, just like in Soto, we just had the beautiful bike path put in, but everyone's like, oh, uh-huh. how do you walk to get to it? Because you got to cross Division Street to get there. Yeah. So, I mean, there's all these little things that I can see where that comes in. Because I mean, we almost know someone who's gotten hit by, by a car, oh, yeah. either on a bike or oh, across I mean, let's, let's not. I've let's, been hit by a car. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. On Once his bike. Was, on, tw- twice on my it's bike. because of what he was wearing. Was he in drag? <laughs> well, were you in drag? <laughs> no, they would have seen me. <laughs> they would have seen me and oh, yeah. screeched to a halt. <laughs> Did all the glitter come out when you got hit? Did glitter yeah. just go everywhere? Glitter, a Pixie unicorn. Dust? Yeah. A hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Two hamsters. <laughs> and a gerbil. <laughs> Richard Gere. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Orlando is not the most walkable city. No. We can all agree on that. I mean, you really do need a car to live here. The city's much. working or hard to try to fix that. Yeah. That's uh-huh. why they're putting in these trails and that, like, the bicycle loop that, that they're trying to do. Like, made huge progress. I mean, all along, uh, that road I drive on all the de- all the time. <laughs> Virginia, yeah. you don't bike or no, the walk other road on. I, yeah. on the other side. <laughs> the road I drive on and don't By bike. Greenwood? South Street. No, we're at, no, south of South Street. The Crystal, other side. Crystal the other side Lake. And, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Airport. Yeah. 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 What is that? Isn't that South Street? What's that called? South Street goes like toward downtown. I'm talking oh, like that south one of Fort uh, Lake the other way. I, I can't remember. remember Closest remember. to Lake, Lake Como. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's They're right going right. to put in some uh, cow sculptures over there. 
cow sculptures. Yeah, the milk district got that put through. They're going to add some like... By Lake Como or by the milk district? There are sections along that new trail. Yeah. That go along that road that we can't remember, and they're talking about putting in some sculptures. What are we going to call the milk district when we get rid of TG Lee? We get it's never going to go away. It's oh, I don't believe that. I think he's right. We can talk about that later. I think somebody's going to develop that land one day. Where TG, someone's going to pay TG yeah. Lee enough to absolutely. Move. You can't. It's right Why? next to the executive airport. So there's already like there's they a cap on how high you can build three story townhomes there and sell them for. I, you can't do three story. Two story is as high as you can go on that flight at uh, TG Lee. Yeah, uh, it's too close to the executive airport. Someone, Unless the someone, executive airport goes away, and there one. is talk of that. Do that, we have time? Are no, we, we should take a break. Okay, Ooh. we're going to eat some food here at yeah. uh, Park Avenue Tavern. I'm going to tell you about a survey that a Main Street did that says people don't feel safe downtown. Good uh-huh. cliffhanger. No, those people. But not <laughs> down, not Winter Park, really? though. Safe is that here. near Parliament House? Is that where this is happening? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Florida Grows Festival returns to Orlando, Florida, Saturday and Sunday, April 15th and 16th at the Central Florida Fairground. Presented by Sunburn Cannabis. Performances from Beavery Corporation, Protégé, Connie Bunn, You, Inner Circle, and over 20 more bands. The Cannabis Convention returns with the addition of tattoo and sneaker conventions all on site. It's a dab day production. For more, FloridaGrowsFest.com. On social media, it's Florida Grows Fest. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival, for which 2023 film passes are now available. For one week only, Enzian will be screening Academy Award nominee The Quiet Girl, which is set in rural Ireland in 1981, where nine-year-old Kate is sent away from her dysfunctional family to live with foster parents where she thrives. Things happen. Other upcoming films include Saturday Matinee Classics, screening of The Treasure of the Sierra Madre on March 11th at noon. A free Oscar watch party on March 12th at 7.15pm and a screening of Jailhouse Rock starring Elvis Presley as Vince Everett who is convinced, convicted of manslaughter after trying to save a woman in a bar fight. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. Blah 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 movies. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's happening? How's it going, John? I I am great. I am always great. When I'm with you, I'm great. (laughs) Glad to hear it. Uh, So, Mo, if you get an accident, when is it time to call the police? Or should you call the police? So, I always advise, if you're ever in an accident, even if you're not injured, you want to call the police and get a police report if you can. And the reason for that is when you go to get your car fixed, the first thing the insurance company is going to do is look to see who's at fault in the accident. And the easiest way for them to do that is if you have an accident report. If you don't have one, you can still get your car fixed and all that kind of stuff, but it's just going to take longer. So there's going to be more delays. It's going to be tougher um, because the insurance company then has to speak to everybody. So that's why it's so helpful if you call the police and get that accident report. So if you're in an accident, call the police, wait for them, get that report, and then you should be better off in the long run. I think so. It makes things much easier. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. 
Looking for a place to work that's not your laundry room or kitchen table? Credo Conduit is the co-working space you've been waiting for. You'll be surrounded by other creatives, entrepreneurs, coffee roasters, journalists, and nonprofit leaders who will help you celebrate your wins and help you with your needs to thrive and pursue a life of greater meaning, impact, and community. Go to credoconduit.com today to book a tour. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I pooped my scout uniform once, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And I'm Scott with Ben Lobby Homes. I know what I can do with your tax return check. I, oh, I wait, 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 wait. You can't just skip over Brendan pooping in his uniform. I feel like that I actually what I was say. that actually happened, right, Brendan? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, right. you can't you you can't not use a true story as an opener, right? Yeah, you can. I, I can oh, he say makes up stuff want, all the time. Not but have you read Bungalow.com? <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a factual radio oh, show. No, this, this is, is non-factual in quotes. No, this is real. <laughs> so wait, were you at an event and you pooped your pants? Do you want to hear the story? I do a little bit. Yeah. And then we'll get into what we're talking okay, about. Okay, all right. Okay. I'll try to make it not gross. but You were in Boy Scouts? Too late. Yeah, first yeah. of all, in that's Canada. Funny too. That's that funny was the too. first non-factual. <laughs> yeah. He was in it for one year. They're no, like, I did th- all of them, and I would repeatedly you hit on my all scout leader, uh-huh. and he would not make out with me. <laughs> and you were mad at him. And I was so <laughs> mad. You're like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, that's, why? How, that's why he got the tainted chocolate <laughs> that made him poop. I was a little backed up. <laughs> and my mom gave me a laxative, a chocolate oh my laxative, gosh. and then she and then sent me to school. But she didn't tell me what it was. I just thought I was getting a reward for being good or something. <laughs> and here's a chocolate in the morning. And she was like, because she's thinking like, if you gotta go, you're just gonna go. So I was, it was like grade three, and I was, and I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And oh, you, wait, you're in your scout uniform? No. Oh, okay. it'll get there. Hold uh, on. But no one goes at school. Well, I oh. was ready to go. Oh. You know? So I put my hand up, <coughs> and my teacher said. Oh no! It's only ten minutes to recess, so just wait. And I couldn't wait, and I just, I just pooped myself right there oh in my, my gosh. In the, at my desk. And then recess happened, and I went out to recess. I didn't tell anybody. And you and got poop all over. Poop in my butt. Oh my gosh! And uh, and I didn't tell anybody all day. And then all day. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, the the teachers caught on to it. They I'm didn't sure everybody me. sitting around you caught on. And to I it, couldn't right? get a hold of my my parents because they were both working adults. Uh huh. And uh, they couldn't get a hold of anyone, so I was just like at school all day with poop on my pants. Oh my gosh! And uh, did you earn a nickname because of this? No, Poopy pants. I don't Brendan know how O'Connor? it's. I don't know. And then I went home. <laughs> the the next two years were just blacked out on the school bus. Took the school bus home, and then Patrick, my older brother, was like, "Hey, man." You can't come in. You have to go do the scout bottle drive. So wait, you've had poop all, all, day. all day, all day, all day. And then I was like, my "Oh, gosh. bottle drive." And he was like, "Yeah, your scout leader's coming to pick you up." And so I didn't. I wasn't really in my uniform, I guess, because I don't think we changed. And you got into the scout leader's car, and I got into his car, and we <laughs> drove <laughs> all over my valley, which is like middle of nowhere. So it's just a lot of driving, <clears throat> knocking on people's doors, asking them for their empty bottles <sighs> so we can recycle them and get the deposit, and all the money goes back to the scouts. And we did that for probably, I guess, two hours. Oh my gosh! Before my parents got I'm home, I'm surprised you don't still have a rash on your body. No. 
everybody for all this. <laughs> I'm, wondering, I'm wondering how many street marks are left on oh, all these seats. Uh, like, well, my, my, yeah, my dad got home and was like, hey, where's your brother? And, my, and Patrick, my brother, said, oh, he's out on the bottle drive. And he pooped his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and so my dad started driving around. We didn't have cell phones. So ah. he was driving all over trying to find me. And eventually he found me at Probably the scout leader's from house a mile away. I had fallen asleep in the back seat of the car <laughs> in his leather seat interior oh, gross. my dad slid me off of the couch and there was just poop all oh over my the back God. seat oh. took me on they had to hose me off and yeah. throw everything out I wouldn't even let you in the house poop yeah. radar before something I was so existed. tired that's just terrible. covered in poop Scott. gosh oh, and that's God. young Brendan great <laughs> and that just, led to your fetish nowadays <laughs> <laughs> for scout uniforms <laughs> for clean clean clothes. I don't even want to tell people where <laughs> we are right now, because I feel bad for the restaurant. I'm sitting, I'm sitting next to him. What do you think? <laughs> Let's cut all that out for the radio. The visit. bathrooms here are gorgeous, by the way. We're hanging out at Park Avenue <laughs> in Hannibal Square in Winter Park with our friends Ben Lobby Homes, which is uh, Scott Wilson and Ben Lobby. That's correct. The Ben Lobby. The Ben Lobby. Oh, you should go by The Ben Lobby. The Ben Lobby. Serving oh. houses on a silver platter with Ooh. a side of champagne. Let's talk about houses. I missed my opener. What's the What's it like right now buying a house? It's <laughs> absolutely fantastic. And be honest, because because people respect your honesty. It is. I mean, right now, compared to where we were a year ago, uh-huh. you can actually instead of going out and just putting offers in on houses, then go look at them to see what you got accepted on. Now you can actually go look at a house. Oh, imagine. Yeah, and then imagine. decide if you want to put an offer in. Knowing that it probably will not be under contract before you get to write the offer. Prices so are high bit. still, right? They've come down a little bit. We've okay. had a we've had a slight correction of the market, like five fish five ish percent, depending okay. on where you look. And but you can negotiate now as ah, a buyer. Imagine you can that. you can ask for things yeah. and like get them. Home warranties. And okay. closing costs. New roofs. Actually, we're dealing with that on like five properties right now. Because everybody wants like insurance wants you to have a new roof. Well, yeah, insurance doesn't want to pay want a lot. Insurance wants a lot of things. Yeah, well, and then can we talk about insurance a little bit? Because apparently, uh, you know, we had a record-breaking hurricane season in 2022. Oh, yeah, that was a good time. And insurance companies are going bankrupt, and they're breaking up in Florida, a lot of them. Eight of them have pulled out since the hurricane. So there's kind of like a vacuum swing. to get insurance, Yeah. right? And I guess most people are going to citizens. Some people are not. Not everybody. I mean, I've had actually no problem but with this. And I don't know if it's just because of the company I have or, or what. It honestly depends on where you've located. Because oh. I, have, I have customers who I sold houses to in 2016, 17, 18. Okay. Back when I was uh, uh, helping a lot of people in the Lakeland, Lake Wales, Winter Haven market. All right. Not by the coast. No, but but floodplain, but floodplain, and uh. Lake Lakeland got hit hard, okay. much harder than Orlando when that hurricanes came through. So these are people who are seeing their insurance premiums double. Oh wow, mine went up, but mine didn't double. And when that yeah. doubles, what are we talking about money wise? Like, you, what does that look like? You're talking about someone who's used to maybe paying like eighteen, two thousand dollars a year, getting a quote for four thousand dollars a year. I think insurance. mine's thirty five hundred or thirty two. But these That's are these are also people like you can't you double your homeowners your homeowners insurance policy, right? 
so that can cause some people to not be able to afford yeah. the mortgage payment. Yeah, like yeah. As, as much yeah. as I don't like it, like I can still afford it. Yeah, but I can understand where somebody's been on a budget where oh my house was six hundred bucks and now it's twelve hundred bucks. When we were trying yeah. to buy that's that a lot. House, that was make part a break. of it. And another thing is that people are understand if you're if you paid for your, if your house is on, in a mortgage, there's a, you have escrow which takes care of your taxes and your insurance. Yes. So all of a sudden now, if your escrow uh, count is low because your insurance went up, you're not you didn't see this coming. And you got to pay in November. It the next year. All of a sudden you're gonna get. Your uh, mortgage rate's going to go up by five hundred dollars a month. Yep, I mean because so they, they double screw you. Yes, yeah. exactly. They, 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 they insurance is insurance is prepaid. That's a bad right? thing, right? That's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's a, a bad, bad thing. thing. There's no secret right after that yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, not a pleasurable double screw. That is bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a horrible double screw, an expensive double screw, because uh, like you, you insurance is prepaid, right? Mm-hmm. So the bank is collecting this money from you over the year to pay next year's premium. But next year's premium doubles. Okay. So the bank pays for it, right, in advance out of your escrow account. Your escrow account's now negative. You got to make up for it. Right. And then they hit you up. They're like, hey, man, your escrow's Well, negative. you got to make up for it. And then they're also collecting for the following year. So not yeah. only are you making up for what you, your escrow account, the deficit, oh my but gosh. now you're prepaying oh, yeah. for next year because they're expecting for the premium to be the same amount or so more So what are you telling year. people then? Like when, when this is coming up, what, what, what kind of advice can you level with our listeners? <laughs> Sell your house. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the biggest thing is, I mean, in shopping for insurance, whether it be for your car, your health, or your home. I mean, uh-huh. you want to shop this every year. I mean, just because every year, every year, just really, because, even though absolutely, your, yeah, because even though though your mortgage insurance is paid th- with through your escrow, um, and you can tell your bank, don't make this payment. Mm. We're switching, we're switching lender or insurance companies, and they can do that. But you need to stay on top of it because you don't. Can that affect your ongoing mortgage or anything? That's just fixed. Like, well, if you're a fixed mortgage rate, it has nothing to do with your mortgage rate. This is insurance. This is just your escrow. I mean, escrow is basically for your taxes and your insurance. Yeah, but sometimes when you're like when you're like negotiating that loan for your home, right. and they're look, don't they look at the type of home insurance you have? Isn't there like a stability thing that comes into play? So there's a minimum a minimum amount of insurance that you have to get to cover the value of your home in the eyes of the bank, right? Because uh-huh. you have to pay for homeowners insurance. So as long insurance as it's that minimum. To insure the bank's asset, right? Okay. Yeah. And, but what the people don't realize is that every year, your your mortgage payment is consistent of three things, right? Homeowners insurance, yeah. real estate taxes, and your principal and interest payment toward your loan. And usually, like, for me, it's like half. Like half of it is my my the loan I took out. The other half is like everything else. Exactly. exactly. And a lot of people don't realize is everything else. The taxes and the insurance can fluctuate year to year. Oh yeah, they okay. do. <laughs> yeah. So your mortgage yeah. payment can change every year, not by a lot. Yeah. Usually, I think when I started, my mortgage payment was like nine hundred dollars. I have a small house. Now it's like thirteen, fourteen hundred, which is still low compared to a lot of people, but it's still five hundred dollars. Even as you're off, like oh yeah, no, I pay it every month. But it's because, because of the taxes, taxes and the insurance, because insurance. Oh. my taxes have gone up because my house is worth another more. reason to shop your insurance than exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I can't do nothing about the taxes, but I could. I can at least do something. And about you're the homesteaded. Insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully just, everyone's listening. I mean, yeah. the deadline was uh, March first. Oh, uh, yeah. for the for the year. Yes. Okay. Yes. But is is it ever too late? Like, if I bought the house ten years ago, could I? Well, you'd miss out it's on the never wand. too late. You just miss you miss <laughs> out until it comes around uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. All right, that's good to know. You got any other tricks you want to share before we <laughs> hop back into headlines? Well, we can talk. We can 
bit back to that headline okay. that comes up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, like, so downtown city district, the main street, released a survey. Dangerous. Right, which kind of got them in trouble. Why? Um, well, it was right on the heels of the city announcing that they were going to start rethinking uh, permits and how bars and things operate downtown. And they we're still talking about this. Oh yeah, we're yes, talking about this still till this. forever. I've been we're talking, talking about, about this before this Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> I moved here to Orlando, the city still hasn't figured out how to manage bars. No, no. no. Well, they want to manage it by making them close at midnight, right? Yeah. And so they floated that, and then city district was like, "What is this? Downtown's dangerous? I don't think so." So they put out a survey <laughs> to see if people would participate. <laughs> what did they engage say? Engage in the interest, and apparently, people think it's unsafe. And uh-huh. I haven't written about it yet. We're going to share the results. Of the survey, but I've seen it. They asked, like, is it unsafe between these two times, these two times, these yeah. two times, and, and like the late people, one. It's 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. is when most people feel unsafe. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go to Publix to buy groceries at those hours. Yeah, they close at 10 anyway, so you're safe. Exactly. <laughs> but like, and I there's mean, no 7-11 was that unexpected? There's the one 7-Eleven 55 West, uh-huh. which we know so that's a trouble area mm-hmm. now. Is that what was that unexpected that people said it was unsafe? kind of backed up the claim i mean like, like don't ask the now. question if you don't want to hear yeah, the like answer what, what kind of result are were they like looking for i don't know but i think they wanted some concrete okay. data well i instead mean instead of people just saying people feel like, unsafe downtown okay. they wanted to do a survey i don't know about putting a survey online is concrete data but, but like, well, it's, <laughs> it says the two thousand people that felt compelled enough to participate in the downtown survey True. feel unsafe okay so would, how do you fix that uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at least you more know cops. now. More cops. Yeah, but would more you cops, feel safe in your neighborhood? I do. I mean, would I walk around at 3 in the morning? Well, my yeah, question probably. is, do you think yeah. it's affecting home sales near downtown? No. I mean, what's affecting Like this perception of safety, do you think it's affecting home sales downtown? I don't believe no. so. What's affecting sales downtown, in my opinion, is parking and we only get around. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. If you got to buy a condo, you buy a town. Like, if, yeah. How many parking spots come with the deed? On the uh, property, yeah. Because like no, parking is the biggest problem downtown. Most people I know live downtown, know know the area, and they, they you kind of just know where to go and where and, not to. And that's a good question it's about not, like who actually answered that survey. Yeah. Is it people that live downtown or people that know about downtown? I, like if you live out in wherever and you yeah. say, "Well, I don't want to go downtown," yeah, someone to Windermere. That's not really a fair. That's not really a fair assessment yeah. either. We talked about but, that. But like I'm the not people who go should, to Doctor Phillips at night. Yeah. feel unsafe. It's like, but, yeah, they always felt unsafe. But and you that's why they still park do in the it. city garage and then walk across and they don't even venture in downtown. You should still do the survey because I do think that's important because the perception is reality if, if that's what <laughs> people I, are saying. I mean, it's like when you go to Lake Yola on the weekend at the farmer's market and they're handing out these survey boards like, can you fill this out? And mm-hmm. it could be from a Popka and a Ucala. Yeah. They yeah. have no idea what Absolutely. color the swan should be or what time the chicken get fed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I think it's fed in the what morning. What color should the swan <laughs> be? <the swan? laughs> I want it to be every color of the LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Roy G. Bam. Uh, we could do that. They should do that for Easter. Like they color the chicks. What if they color and the swans? Well, like spray paint. <laughs> or, you want to spray paint the swans? Or, or, or like dye all the animal lovers. <laughs> or, at <laughs> or at least the ones you paddle around the lake. Get them all. Uh, oh, there you go. Those, oh. those should be prized. And put a cooler on us. They oh. thought we were too loud. Oh, that's oh. Okay. They didn't like the LGBTQ plus. Yeah, who knows what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, I, I saw that survey as well, and it, yeah. it was interesting. Well, well actually, speaking about crime, we just found out today. Uh, about who broke those windows at the district dive <gasps> and, and uh, Southern Knights. Someone that pleaded guilty? Broken? They f- well, yes, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was labeled at the time. There, someone was caught on camera. 
a security camera walking by the windows. They were really on camera breaking the windows. And the video was like the worst video. Not a great video. I mean, to be fair, I mean, surveillance video usually isn't yeah. great, but it was like the worst But you could tell video. that that person had something yeah, to do somebody did something, with these windows shattering on a gay club in the Milk District. But you couldn't tell at all. And all the coverage the next day was hate crime. Hate crime. Hate yeah. crime. It turns out the guy used to work there. Fired employee. Actually, he was still working there. And his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend also worked there. And they were working separate shifts. And he was just mad about that. So he kind of took it out on the on the spot. With and they found gun? him in the Volusia County Jail because mm-hmm. he did he violated probation right, for something else. For something I think. else. Uh-huh. And they found him there after following a tip. And he admitted to everything. Mm-hmm. Wait, he, wait, with a gun? No, a slingshot. Is that what he oh, shot? Wait, wait, wait. So it wasn't Bart, shot? Is he Bart Simpson? <laughs> Apparently. So Bart Simpson shot out the windows uh-huh. at a gay bar that he worked at and his ex-girlfriend worked at too. Uh-huh. And he admitted to all at all. And it was, was not jail. from a place of hate. But he just wait, wait, did it because he like was ship. upset. Is the story the about schedule? Southern hiring someone who's on probation? I guess he had worked there for a while, <laughs> which is all right. I mean, sometimes people need second yeah. chances. <laughs> well, and then also probation. Well, they I don't know. Do. I don't know why he was uh, on probation. We know, well, we know all. It's just tough to hire people because the slingshot. That's why he was <laughs> in the industry. Well, he must. He obviously very efficient with a slingshot. He reloaded it yeah. pretty quick every time he wanted to he window to window. That they thought it was a gun. Shattered those windows. Oh yeah, and they're still not replaced. They're really. Still yeah. Did they at least replace the cameras? Because I, I mean, we got to do better. We got to look better for walking in now. Yeah. <laughs> True. Maybe they'll be in color this time. I don't. Well, well, did you have his name? It was uh, like I didn't write slingshot. Okay. He wrote about it. It's up on yeah. Bungalow. Okay, it's on Bungalow. <laughs> but it's a, it's a good follow up because you know, like you Barney said, Rubble. at the time, everybody had said it was a hate crime, it, it, and, and <laughs> a lot of people jumped to that conclusion. But that, that's a strong word to throw around unless you know. Yeah, and it's all cause. about motivation. Uh-huh. You mean the media jumped quickly on something. It wasn't. Ju- it was not just the media either. It was. It was other people, people within, like rallying from uh-huh. the neighborhood. Yeah, and that's fine to be Although outraged. Kudos by to us when we reported on it. Mm-hmm. We 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 said it was a. We, I don't think we even said it was a hate crime. No, no. it's a crime. It was a crime, crime, but not a hate. A hate crime is a specific thing. You have yeah. to have motivation. Just because it. it happens to a it gay person doesn't mean you can make it a hate yeah. crime. If I punch Brent in the face, it's not because he's gay. It's because I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> you're, gonna, you're trying to knock the gay out of him? Yeah, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> it's harder. not because you don't like him. It's because you're trying to save him yeah, by yeah. hitting the that's gay true, out of him. That's there true. You and know, that's a go. love crime. Oh, that's yeah, a love crime. Jesus. Yeah. That's no. just love. <laughs> uh, and then, well, I got another crime story. Oh, wow. The Seminole County firefighter. Oh, yeah. That another. was just caught slash paramedic. He had just gotten his paramedic license. Congratulations. Uh, and he was just scheduled to to marry his, his girlfriend and on the March 11th. And oh, they were coming up. They responded him with a couple of friends in uh, Ivanhoe Village, making their way down Virginia Drive, slapping stickers onto businesses' windows and things, like like vandalizing it. They call it tagging, but with, with stickers, stickers? Okay. it's still tagging. That's but marketing. Well, <laughs> we do that so with QR say, codes. It's the vinyl ones, though. That like vinyl. it could hurt the. The like, glass, like they're hard to get off. Yeah. They're hard to get off. You scrape it for two more minutes. <laughs> it's still okay. Go it's on. Go on. Where's your office at? I'll come by and put a thousand stickers. We're virtual. Your office. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're a remote team. We don't have. <laughs> Tell me where your house is, There's and I'll put them on your house. website. You don't think it's vandalism? Well, I mean, what's on the sticker? Well, it was an acronym. A C A B. It means all cops are bastards, and it's like a it's an anti cop. 
And he was a firefighter. And he was a firefighter. Although on Sounds the video like they the shared, uh-huh. it does not show him putting the stickers on. Yeah. It shows one person in his group doing it. Mm. But there is footage further up on the Orlando Urban Trail, and they did it on a mural. The same mural where this young boy painted a train mural, and it got defaced like before it was even finished. Oh. And then everybody kind of got up in arms because it was defaced. Because generally, people don't do that to murals. Like, there's a little bit of respect for somebody yeah, doing that. There's a that. code. There's a code on the street. But don't apparently, wow. this it was those trains were covered in these ACAB stickers. Mm-hmm. And they caught. And there's a camera that they installed after that other time it got tagged. And they caught him, yeah. the firefighter. And his group. And, and his, his group, group putting it up there. And he's going to lose his job. He probably will. Yeah. This is one firefighter or multiple firefighters? A firefighter. He was with a firefighter. His fiance and then two people who are, have been unidentified up until this point. So, what you're saying is ex girlfriends and fiancés are horrible influences. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Apparently so. Like, I mean, they make the other guy. Had, what, I guess he <laughs> cried when they booked, when they oh. got him, and then she got like You can't pretty violent. do that. Like, you can't do that. I know. I mean, you shouldn't do that anyway, but like. He was working his way up. He was like a floating firefighter. You can't he just do got that. his paramedic license. Like he was working on it. He had a killer mustache. Can't, you know, well, he'll I, fit I mean, right in prison then. Oh, so, like, I think this so is a valuable bad. lesson. Like, there are cameras everywhere. Like, so there it, are cameras everywhere. So, if you have a tip for a crime lab, call one eight hundred crime lab. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna, get, you're gonna get like caught. That. Google it. For you're gonna get caught doing these things. You can't not get caught. And, yeah. But that ACAB sticker has been showing up in Mills Fifty and Ivanhoe Village uh-huh. for a long time. Yeah. And apparently they hit Patty Sheehan's mural too, and she really? so she's been watching them. And I'll actually, bet. don't, don't let her get on your bad side. They live in the neighborhood. She's seen them walking before. A C A B. Yeah, it's a it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. I don't know. It what sounds else. like Ahab. I'm still working on like another acronym for that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working. Uh, beefy King or not Beefy King? That oh. is the question. Up on Uber Eats, it turns out a restaurant that is listed as Beefy King is in fact not Beefy King. It's an imposter. And this is something that's been happening, that's I crazy guess, on food delivery apps. People pretend to be another restaurant. They even listed it down to the address. Really? Which so seems crazy. That seems how crazy How do they deliver me. the food? Well, I thought it's yeah. the ghost kitchens that are kind of doing Actually, this. Actually, they deliver. It's Uber Eats, but then they send their own drivers. Yeah, so, so they using, send you a different address if you're the driver. Come yeah, pick it up here. So, But they send their own driver. Ah, so, like, you book on the Uber Eats platform, and then their driver will deliver their food to you. Mm. And so this fake Beefy King, I'm going to call it Buffy King. <laughs> we'll think of something else. There's some pizzas Petite and burgers. King. It has nothing to do with the original Beefy King restaurant. And the original. How does Uber allow that? How does I Uber not know? don't police yeah. it, really. And I feel like, like there should be a complete button on Uber. A complaint button. I've gotten so much things replaced on Uber. She can't do anything. The owner can't do anything, she told me, because... She's not ordering from B- They're Boofy not King. on the platform. But still, I can't say on Pizza uh, Hut delivering so a little Caesar's uh, pizza. Complain because she's a restaurant not, not on Uber Eats. She's not a vendor, so uh, she can't complain. I still think there's some legal issue there. Like, you I, can't, it's like stealing somebody's Well, at least it's an brand. IP issue. They're no, going to know who it is. It's like buying a web domain before the company does. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's but just that's making it <laughs> Well, hopefully it's They're trademarked. They're celebrating their 50, what, 55th year? Yeah, it must be trademarked. Yeah, but I mean, right? I don't know. I don't know how you can do that. Brandon, we got to get going. Oh, I got to talk go. about. Go to the real Beefy King and get real Beefy King. Go to the King. real they, restaurant. They ain't on Uber. Just go there and eat. And Thank try you so the, much. The, the, oh, go ahead. Try the nuggets. They're awesome. <laughs> Try the nuggets. Or the Wait. tots. Tots. Tater tots. A beefy king? 
Thunder Nuggets. Right, are you ever getting the imposter beefy king over there? <laughs> you are there. the imposter. <laughs> I thought there's no nuggets. From. There's potato no nuggets. You must have ordered from them. You're going to Chick-fil-A, it sounds like. Potato right. nuggets are tater tots, Scott. There's a lot to unpack in <laughs> what just happened. There. All right. There's yeah. a lot to unpack. <laughs> potato nuggets. That's what they are. My new oh, my favorite gosh. Your nickname, Scott. My little right, potato we gotta nugget. Go. We got to thank Park <laughs> Avenue Tavern for having us. Um, no potato nuggets here, but <laughs> they're really good food. <laughs> potato nuggets. <laughs> oh, my god! Thank you so much, Park Avenue Tavern. Thank you so much to Shane for talking to, talking to us. He's a serious man. We'll, we'll see you guys I'm next I'm so week. sorry we talked about all these things on this show. <laughs> <All right. laughs>